So, um, what are your favorite mopeds? Here we go! Crack a cold liqueur. That's what I'm drinking tonight. Um, what's up, guys? Welcome to Open Money Podcast, episode 168. Still going, doing this weird thing. If you never heard us before, this is a podcast that happens to be about mopeds, uh, hence the name. And sometimes it gets weird and it gets off the rails. And sometimes we try to keep it uh, under control and then that gets boring. So, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you were in the email from a couple weeks ago, uh, I did pick the three contestant winners last podcast episode and they all went out this week. So, uh, congrats to you guys for emailing in a hot dog or whatever the code word was for the weird Harley hot dog event. I don't know. Got, it got crazy. But yeah, um, what's going on? Um, I'm going to introduce our guest. We have Carrie from, where are you you at right now? Where are you living? Oh, I live in Los Angeles. L.A. Because like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I think she's West Coast. I like, from all the pictures I see, it's West Coast. And then I saw like a bunch of pictures and I was like, oh man, is she like going other places? I don't know what's going on. Because we're not, we're not like friends, friends. We're like internet followers, I follow her on the internet. I lurk her out, and I'm like, "Oh, look! All all these moped things." And I don't really know you, so I figured I'd get you on this podcast and get to learn all about you. Yeah, this was. I was really relieved to hear um, that we we hadn't met before because fam- famously, I'm I'm really really bad with like remembering faces and names. Like, I go to moped events, and I've been introduced to the same people like five, six, seven, eight times. And I know after three, <laughs> you're really annoyed with me. <laughs> I love it. I feel like, I feel like in those situations, I feel like, cause I do the same thing. Like I'll, I'll meet someone over and over again at different rallies. And it's like, but it's like, yeah, I saw you, but that was like six months ago, bro. Like I, I, I met you twice, like, but they've been super spread out and we like, you know, barely spoke. And yeah. I, and, you, and you've changed and you shaved part of your head and you got four more tattoos. And I like, don't, like, yeah. You like barely remember their face. You're like, yeah, you look familiar. I think yeah, I you know. hated, you hated Tomos like two years ago and now you're on a fucking Tomos. Like I, I'm confused. Yeah. That could definitely be a wrong person. Like, you know, no one trades out like that. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I was, so I was like, yeah. So like, I don't know. I've definitely had that same like feeling where like, I'm like, I, sometimes I feel like, bad that i don't remember and i'm like and i just fake it until like i make it like I'm oh like, i do that oh yeah oh, i do that too i'll pull them in and i'll be like oh what's up yada yada we'll get a big hug and i'll make sure i have someone new with me and i'll be like i'll be like this is my friend so-and-so and i'll let that person introduce themselves to him and then i'm like yes now i remember yeah it's, it's, now I remember it's very <laughs> it's really awkward though when people sniff that out like i, I could, i've definitely been in the situation where i've been like this is my friend Bob, and then like, like, all right, now they're gonna do it, and then they, I, they just know and they go, and it's, <laughs> it is just awkward. That's happened, or, or it's like the problem with me though is like, especially with moped rallies, is like I, 
I'm, I'm really, really, I'm super bad with faces. Like really, really like people I've known for friggin' years. Yeah. Like I'll have to tap someone's shoulder and be like, that's Mike Boyd. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, a thing that happened. I mean, he's pretty handsome. He's hard to miss. Hard to miss. But the, <laughs> um, one, uh, the thing is like, I'll remember things about people that they, you know, like I want to be like, Oh yeah. Picked the butt up off the ground and smoked it. I remember you. Like I don't, I, you know, it's never a thing they want to be remembered. By oh yeah, that's even yeah. better. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So let's let's get let's get into it, man. How did you get into mopeds? Oh right. So um, <laughs> years ago, I lived in San Francisco for a couple of years, oh, and another um, San Francisco beginner. Another one, <laughs> and. Uh, I worked, this is so funny, like my first job in San Fran was, um, I was one of those people that wears all black and runs out between scenes and a play and changes up all the scenery. I love it. And uh, the girl who worked on the other side of the stage, this girl named uh, Ori Reyes, she um, she shows up one day, she worked at Lost Weekend, somebody shows up with a moped, she thinks it's amazing, she shows up to the play one day with this ratty-ass gold pook. And I just think it's the coolest freaking thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, one day I have to, I'll have to own a vehicle again. And that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, she's telling me all about like the creatures. And like, <laughs> I remember we went to a meetup. This is like, oh, shit, like 2006 or something. Mm-hmm. We went to a meetup, uh, like in Chinatown, like a weird bar. And I remember leaving that night. And my boyfriend at the time was like, so Ori is like, really into this fucking moped thing like it's he's like she went from zero to loves a moped in like a week and a half and i like, like that and i don't know cool the rabbit and uh, it did and i didn't fully understand it myself until um i moved to la i bought a bike you know to come to la and went out on a car so i got like a oh fuck it's gone around the community so many times it's like a <laughs> 70 i think it was a 78 Motivacane 50B, mm-hmm. you know, in that like orangey red. Yeah, and uh, I think it's it's passed hands a few times, but um, yeah, that was my that was my first bike, and that's why how I got into it. That's sick. My first bike was also a Motivacane, and it like <sighs> wasn't like the best idea. So bitchy, <laughs> so so bitchy. Oh, I mean, it's not the best idea because it's a difficult ass bike, but it's also the one that I got was too much bike. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, got one that was, you got one that's already like built up. Oh yeah, the guy had built it up to race it, so it was oh, like um, it had a circuit. I want to say it had a circuit pipe. No, it didn't have a circuit. It had a Doppler pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, kitted, obviously, and it's a variated bike and some other shit. Oh, I mean, clunt, like clutch lever and like or the Doppler like, clutch, you know, clutch pulley and all the all the fucking crazy variator. You're you're three or something. <laughs> you had to run start the damn thing. I didn't even have a pull. I had to run start it. I mean, yeah. first bike. You know, trying to go on job interviews and shit. <laughs> like, Dude, I, still like, have, like, I still have like nightmares of my first motorcade. Like I bought it, it didn't run. It was like it was I just I drove to Pennsylvania for it. I went to another state to get this bike because I was obsessed with like it. The motorcade. Like yeah. when I when I lurked it out, I was like, if I if I get a moped, the only one I'm getting is this exact bike. And like <laughs> So I oh, drove. sexy, just oh, sexy ass bike. Yeah, it was pretty. It was beautiful. I had a forty T, yeah. and I was like, dude, this rigid. I didn't think about my back or my ass at all. I was young mm. in my twenties. It didn't matter. And I was just like, dude, this is it. If I get a bike, it's gonna be this. And I bought it. 
for a hundred bucks, but I had to drive to another state to pick it up and it didn't run. And it just sat in in my living room for like years until I, while I bought like a thousands of dollars of parts to make it the bat, the baddest blaster ever. But I didn't know shit about mopeds. So like timing and all that stuff didn't make any sense to me. And I just have like nightmares, like flashbacks of us running that bike in parking lots for like hours. Man, I'm running this way and I'm running this way and it's popping and spitting and sputtering, but it never ran right. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. That fucker. It would, and I didn't, and I didn't know shit. So I would like, it's such a difficult fucking bike for a newbie. If If you don't know, fuck all the beginning parts of like how an engine works, like what oil you're supposed to be putting in there. Like, you know, the internet got me, you know, as far as I could go, but, um, yeah, it's just just a scary, scary ass notion. Anyway, I, uh, put that into a telephone pole, like the second week I owned it. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, ended up getting, uh, Telmos, uh, yeah, 2009 Telmos, uh, black Sprint. Um, man, I fucking love that bike. I love that bike. I go outside and wash it in the fucking driveway, just like a, <laughs> like an old man in a Camaro. I polish it. Yeah. Got, oh, got yeah. some wax and stuff. Oh God. I love that bike. Um, yeah. And then, um, put a pipe on it and did some basic ass shit. Uh, Daniel bully mm-hmm. uh, helped me like, uh, open up the, um, intake on the side and like, change the jets he kind of taught me like the very beginning idea of like just basic tuning and things like that it's a lot easier on a yeah like how to clean a carb how to keep it running all the steps oh i could clean a carb in no time flat it was um yeah i saw saw your video too you had like uh, you have like videos in your story on like how to clean a carb and it's like super well detailed it's like yep that's it she's got the full breakdown like on like just on an instagram story chilling Oh fuck! That was like the first uh, like month or two of um, stories lockdown. Yeah, lockdown uh, because uh, I I had I had COVID like really early. Mm-hmm. I had it in uh, March 2020. Like my bosses went out on a job to London, came back, and like the whole office <laughs> got sick and shut down. And um, after that, you're just locked inside, and it's like, what the fuck? Like you know, you start going stir crazy, like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll make a fucking tutorial on how to make granola. But that shit. I'm like, that's what the fuck else to do? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are really locked down too. Your your lockdown was like way serious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, you know, imagine like I was sick for a month. Like COVID, first OG original COVID. Yeah. I know, like the other variants pointing fingers at each other. <laughs> Yeah, none of this, none of this Omicron shit. I, I, had the, I had the real deal. I fainted. Oh, <laughs> I had visuals. Yeah. Um, like I still can't taste my ice cream. Like God damn it. Yeah, it's fucked up. But I, yeah, I like went in and then came out of my apartment a month later. The whole world was shut down. Okay. Really, really fucking surreal. Crazy. Anyway. Anyway, you found yourself mm. in mopeds. And it seems like you like were kind of like introduced to the scene and the culture of it, like right out the gates. Uh-huh. Yeah, I am. Um, right. So I didn't understand fucking Moby, this French ass bike I ended up with. Um, so I'd be back at Choke, which is the L.A. shop. 
mm-hmm. that Jeff Johnson had. Um, I mean, I'd be back there once every couple of days. <laughs> but that's all I was doing. A true and, um, child. Oh God, I was. And then, um, you know, I would just meet at the time that was the late birds. The late birds would hang out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, uh, you know, go in the back and have like a beer with Garvin at the end of the day. <laughs> he cut off of his shift and those dudes. And then, um, I met Chris, uh, bully Chris, what's the first or second guy I ever met in LA. Um, who I know <laughs> he came up to be a choke. And I'm frustrated and I'm unhappy and I'm like, can't figure out what's going on. And he comes up and he's like, what the fuck? He's just some lame, dirty joke. Like you smoke sausage or some shit like that. <laughs> like you see smoke or like you just smoke. Yeah. You smoke sausage or some shit like that. I was like, I fucking, I fucking hate this guy. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, uh, I, lo- I love those guys instantly. And then, um, yeah, we did a ride with the bullies and, um, met all those guys and it was, yeah, it was instant, instantaneous. It was instant fun. That's tight. Like, I love yeah. how, like, accepting the moped culture is, like, everywhere. It's like, oh, yeah. you have a moped? You're just like me. Come along. Yeah, I mean, you only, like, it's such a dumb niche hobby. It's like, like, I uh, I have a Miata, right? Like, I have an old classic mm-hmm. first-gen Miata. And, like, you see somebody else on the street with that car, and you just get so afraid you you both flipping your headlights at each other. It's the thumbs up. It's the honking. Like you you like this dumb niche little stupid thing, but like yeah. if you find somebody else, yeah, yeah, that's definitely mopeds for sure. Yeah, I mean the fifty D. Like the thing you liked about it, right, is that like you look sexy on it, like. The, the the body style of it just put you in this great position where you, you just look but you look at yourself in a window going by and you're like yeah fucking it the tomos you were you were like a little bit like bunched up yeah you looked a, a little nerdy on it <laughs> but it was the so much easier to like start and you're like it just starts it's so easy you just kick it every time every time it's like a toyota camry it's it just runs. every time yeah. turns on and runs I was uh, yeah. actually working on a Tomos like before we started this, like went in the garage and like I started rebuilding a Golden Bullet. I was just, like, oh, I had a Golden, yeah, I had a Golden Bullet. Yeah, I got a little, I got a yeah. little twins, yeah, I got a little, little twin matching Golden Bullets, and I just I ordered the uh, the party pack from Treats, so it's like, oh, you get it, the kit, the intake, a carb, like all like all together, and I was like, all right, man, let's just rebuild this little this little Tomos and like put it on the world for someone to enjoy. Oh, nice! You have the gold rims. Yeah, I got the gold rims. Everything like it looks, yeah. it's, it's not bad. It's not the worst looking bike I've ever had. So mm-hmm. you know, pr- pretty decent. Like little weird shit. Like oh, someone put a Pook Petcock on here, so it's like facing the wrong way. Like, like you know, silly stuff. The, the, cl- yeah, the clutch is broken. It's like oh, whatever. Yeah, that's a, it's like a beautiful like what do you call it when you're doing an art project? It's, oh, it's an exquisite corpse. It's like you never know what you're getting with that fucking moped. Like the the oh, guy yeah. that I the guy I got that fifty B from, like, I don't know. I think he was kind of a tweaky hipster. Like mm-hmm. I, I I know that he did all that those that work himself, but like I don't think he asked anybody about it. He just did the shit. <laughs> like <laughs> probably didn't do it right. I don't know. It was nutty. He's like, I think I think this is gonna work. Like, looks at looks at kind of looks out the way it should go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So speaking uh, in preparation for tonight, about to open up my 
So I have two giant libraries of um, photographs of like all the photographs I've ever taken in my life. And oh, I have man. massive, yeah, I have this massive um, main photography folder. And then because it has to be its own completely separate thing, I have an entire moped master directory. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you gotta be like i love scrolling through your face i mean through your instagram too because it's just like you see all you see all the homies it's like oh there's tara oh there's fucking smog squad all pippin like look at all my buddies like it's, it's fun seeing your you know your friends and mopeds yeah and i i mean like what i wanted to do i mean originally like i i just always have a camera with me like again like i i like really bad recall on faces and names i have like a shitty memory like i i have a i have a tough time with all that stuff so i I always have a camera around like practically speaking just because like i'm shitty memory and i want to remember stuff so like i just always enjoyed documenting stuff and i like having that i just take photos of whatever was going on around me mopeds are happening around me so i started doing that and then um your external hard drive for your your brain (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But the, um, yeah, the, it sort of started to, um, when it got more serious in doing it, like it, it, the whole moped thing, I've I've realized this last like couple of years that shooting mopeds really informed my entire style. Like that's when I shoot things now, like news events or protests or like events, like anything that's going on, even like the few times I've shot a wedding, like, the way that I shot mopeds is exactly how I shoot everything else. I want it fast. I want it wide angle. I want it black and white and I want it grainy as fuck. <laughs> and I want it extremely raw and in the moment. That's awesome. It's like when mopeds like shape the rest of your life. <laughs> um, you can say that. Yeah. Um, and somebody pointed out to me like recently that like I, this is gonna. This is not meant to sound like really badass. It's but hopefully like, it's. Um, I'm not trying to sound badass when I say this, but I I think that like as I got in the habit of shooting and um like shooting on the back of bikes, like there's like a certain amount of adrenaline I would expect like when I was shooting people on bikes and shooting on the back of bikes and whatever and, and trying to get these things and like I think that what I want from photography still is that adrenaline yeah. <laughs> feeling, you know? And, um, like the, there's, there's something really, you have to be extremely like well balanced and concentrating a lot to be on the back of somebody's like motorcycle when they're in the middle of a rally and not pivot too hard that you're going to knock them off. Like you, I got really, really good at holding around someone's waist with one hand and then doing like a lens change with the other hand without wobbling, you know, too much. Yeah. And without and, destroying um, your lens. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, I buy cheap lenses because it's kind of like, well, all right, if I drop it off the fucking bike, it's fine. But um, yeah, the like having to do that and then like having that amount of uh, like adrenaline that's like, well, well I probably trust the person I'm riding with. I mean, sometimes I ride with people I don't know fucking know at all. <laughs> like, yeah. who's willing to take me? All right, I'll get on the back of this bike. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, 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 like there's there's an amount of adrenaline there, and I, I, I want that from shooting still. Like, I, I think I have a tendency to get myself into more and more dangerous situations because, because of 
what Lopez did to me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I gotta be on the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, let's see, let's see if I, let's see kind of, what kind of classics I have here. I have the, um, oh, Baker's Dozen, 2018. Um, joined on the, in on the last couple of days, that one from, uh, Las Vegas on, um, I've done a lot of like, I mean, for the most part, I've been shooting like West Coast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, kind of trying to, I'm sorry, I'm just rambling right now. No, you're, jump in totally, there. No, you're totally <laughs> yeah. fine. I love it. I want it like, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear like your story, you know, but like yeah. that whole like West Coast scene is also like cool to me. And like, it really interests like a lot of people because, because of the whole like divide, it's like a lot of us, like the Midwest, a lot of them stay in the Midwest because they have so many rallies that are so close to where they are. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they can they can stay within seven hours and hit, you know, 15 rallies all summer or something. And then, like, the East Coast and the South, like, Southeast or whatever, like, a lot of us are really tight because we, we're, we're fairly close. I can drive a couple hours and be in New York, and then I can drive a couple hours and be in Atlanta. And, you know, the whole East Coast is close. But, like, out mm-hmm. West, it's like, there's that whole divide where like a lot of us don't intertwine because you guys are so much further away. It's like we've driven to Denver and that's like a 24, 26 hour drive. And then for us to go to LA or something, if we're driving like to bring our own bikes or something like it's kind of impossible. Like you'd have to ship your bikes to LA or San Francisco and or, or just fly out and get a loaner. So, yeah, I feel that. I mean, the loaner situation is generally pretty good. Like we, we did have like, the, the best visit. Like, um, did you ever meet Besnick Upjet? Yeah. Besnick? Yeah. yeah. Like Buck Club. I actually have a yeah. giant uh, Upjet, like, uh, banner on the wall right in front of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like Besnick. In, in small doses. Besnick <laughs> is a lot of fun. But I remember, like, uh, I remember, like, him coming out to visit LA and, like, the whole, the whole team was like, yeah, it was as bad as I thought. <laughs> like, you didn't fucking suck as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> you guys are all right. <laughs> That was a good. That was a good visit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I did a Boston rally once. Um, I went to New York. Yeah, of course. Like we did Brooklyn uh, once or twice. I have never been to like in Atlanta. Yeah, the swoops is uh, a good time. Yeah. Um, and I've never been. Uh, I've never. I can't say. I think I've been to a, uh, a Midwest rally either. Just like hit like Michigan like once and you'll get the gist. <laughs> I did roll into uh, one time I had like a layover or something that was several hours. And so I um, I got like a rental car. I was going somewhere else. Like, I don't know. Whatever weird reason, I had a couple of hours to burn in Detroit. So I uh, I went up to the, the moped shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Detroit Motor Works. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was great. Um, really great. Cool shop. Yeah. Dude, all the shops are rad. Like, like you know, it's all like building of the community and like you see all the bikes you see all the people and like i don't know it's and it's also just weird because it's like you know a moped shop is a hard business for sure mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think um chad is building up a new a new spot in um detroit i think right i'm not Maybe sure that wrong. yeah yeah Maybe i have the name wrong i'll have to look it up but um yeah, an, an unholy amount of mopeds. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you, you had the the Tomos, and that was your second bike, and you're like, uh, you find yourself at Choke, and you're meeting the Wooly Bullies, and you're going on group rides. 
like what was the scene like back then like in the in your area um yeah and so bullies were like a little bit um the bullies did not want to be like the official club of la i had an official club it was the late bird mm-hmm. um and those guys were really cool uh at first i was hanging with them and then quickly started hanging with the bullies a lot more um and I loved the rallies. I went to my first one. It was so mind-blowing to see that many people into it. And uh, it was like almost immediately, I'd say like a year or two in, to hanging out with them. They decided one night that there was going to be a girl gang, <laughs> like a sister gang yeah. for the bullies, a crew. And, uh, and like my boyfriend just came home one night and was like, they were talking about making a girl gang and you're in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like, get in touch with Leslie. She's got a jacket for you. <laughs> You're in. Wear those gold jackets. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dude, right. Like, so definitely beginning the gaskets was like super rad. Like seeing, like just seeing that from like the other side of the country. You're just like, yo, look at these girls in these matching gold jackets. This is tight. They're riding with these like, like, seventy skirts on. Like, and we're like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> like seeing it from the internet from the other side was just like, yo, this is sick. Oh man, it was such a fun like moment. Um, and then some girls, like uh, uh, one girl, like one of the founding members went up to Portland, so there was kind of like a sister, sister, sister crew up in Portland. I think there was a couple other. Yeah, so um, them and like uphill battle were like always like doing stuff together. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a fun, fun fucking time. I mean, my, I mean, I have to say, like, let me ask you a question. Like, in terms of pandemic, like, are you? Are you guys doing stuff? Have you been doing stuff? Like, are you, so, have there been really any rallies? So no rallies. So like, like I said, like I'm in black, black and mm. like right before the pandemic, like 2019 was like wrapping up and we're like planning for our 2020 rally. And like the black blacks rally was going to, it wasn't going to be in Denver that year. Like we were going to move it back to Richmond and like, we were planning this whole thing. We changed our club name on open army to wet, wet. And we're like, we just like got Mike Boyd in the club and like a couple other guys. And we're like, yo, like wet, wet. We're this, this is the new club. We're doing a jet ski rally. Like come out. We're going to be like mopeds on, on a, on a lake and it's going to get weird. And then the pandemic hit and like that first month, like I lost my job and I'm like, oh man, like what's going on? And, and it got really weird. And it was just like, like kind of like everywhere else. It was just like really tight. Like, like like tight as in like the lockdown and no one really knowing what was going on and we're just like okay well i guess i'm just gonna sit at home and like build mopeds because like that's all i really had you know i was like well i have a garage full of bikes that i can flip and i'm gonna like sit here and try to figure this out and luckily like i found a job within like three weeks it was still open because I'm, I'm a screen printer like i i would print shop like working in print shops oh, really? by trade. Yeah. So like, that's what I've been doing for years. And I found another print shop that was state that was still open. Cause they were doing like PPE they were printing. They were still printing shirts, but they, but they were like, it was also, they were printing masks. So that was kind of like the loophole, like, Oh, we're doing masks. So like they can stay open. And like, it was a big warehouse. So it was already pretty like socially distanced inside. And then, you know, so for me, like it, it was all right. Well, I'm just going to like put my head down and work and go home. And like, we, I don't know, our scene wasn't really doing much. We canceled our rally and there was nothing like we, 
ended up in Tampa, which was like early on before like shit really got out of hand. It was like the last rally before like shit really closed down, you know? Yeah. So we were, we did that and then we came back home and then it was like, you know, everything went to hell. <laughs> I mean, which is, which is kind of crazy, right? Like, I, like mopeds, it's exactly what we, it's the thing you could be doing right now. Like your mouth is covered, you're wearing a helmet and you're outside. Yeah. I mean, those are like the three safest things you could possibly do. Helmet outside, you're, you're riding away from each other. Like, I don't know. It was, it was weird because was, we were so like everyone's so paranoid at the time too because you didn't know what was going on. So we were like staying away and like you know your friend would come over and you'd see them in your yard. Like I think we were like one of our my my wife and like some of the girls here started another girl club called the Lady Kings. And Ooh, uh-huh. so they had been like getting really hype on the Lady Kings and like oh new girl club yay and like and then like shit went to hell and like I remember like one of her friends that lived down the street like walked over to get some paper towels or something. And we're like standing on the opposite side of our yard talking. And it was like, it's so awkward. You know, you're like, all right, like, I love you. Air hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that there was, uh, I think there was a rally in Arizona a couple months ago, but, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I, I feel like, I, like, I feel like we should be trying to rally people together. It's just such a like isolated time. Yeah. I feel like for a bunch of people, but, um, <clears throat> like it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I want to say like, we're not like Texas or something. No, no offense, Texas, but it's like, I feel like where I'm at, like, it's like really like died. The level that it was at before is, is nowhere near that. We're probably, I don't know, man, 60% of what it was like. Like a lot of the restaurants are back open. People are like at bars drinking. Like you don't have to wear a mask if you're in places like, it, and like you know, we're still we're back into doing moped stuff now with our friends here, but like we still haven't decided if we're gonna throw a rally or something like that again because like it's it's still weird. Like oh, I, I'd go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like I you know I got vaccinated. I'm like oh like, like I'd go to a rally and do stuff, but like I don't know. It's it's it seems like we're trying to get out past it. You know now. I feel like this upcoming year, there's going to be like, you know, a decent amount of rallies and stuff going on again. And then a lot of people are just going to be like, you know, just be be safe. Like if you're feeling sick, don't come. Like, you know, if you're vaccinated, like that be a plus kind of thing. But I kind of see like this year or, you know, this year kind of opening back up for the moped community. Yeah, yeah I hope so. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like because the urge is still there. And I mean, like, there's like a what do you want to there's like an urge like like i was coming home like a couple days ago from i was on a plane like flying back in from my uh new year's plans and i was just like man i want to fucking ride like that i I get that worked up like jittery feeling like you i want i want that adrenaline hit um yeah but uh yeah i just uh and there's nothing like a rally like we talk about mopeds and we do this we've been doing this podcast forever and like there's people that listen to it that like don't live anywhere near the mopeders like and i'm and i'm like dude that's so crazy like i feel bad for them because i'm like riding with your friends and riding your city is cool working on bikes is cool that's like the biggest part of mopeds is like your own community your own scene and what you have guys have going on there 
but mm-hmm. like the, that, you know, those few times where you get to go out somewhere else and you ride in a big group of like 80 mopeders, like that rush that you're talking about is, is that like you're in a pack full of mopeds of people who are all riding these little weird toys that you guys found yourself into for some odd reason. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's awesome. You're just like, sun's on your back. Like, you know, you're riding with a bunch of strangers. You don't know if it's going to get sketchy. Sometimes it is. <laughs> and you're just like taking it all in, man. Yeah. I mean, and I don't, I've always said like, I think it's the whole point of a rally. What I loved about watching people plan rallies is like, they, there's like such, there's like a lot of pride in the city, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to do this ride. It's got to be like up in these hills to get that awesome view, to get down there to the best beach, to get like back to the best, like going around. The, I don't know. Like I, I think the people, <clears throat> it was like always a fun tour. Yeah. You know, of like going to somebody else's city. It's like, um, how do you man. show them the best of your city, like in the shortest amount of time? God, I was just, uh, for New Year's Eve, I went uh, up to, um, like, like Russian River with some friends, like Redwood Country. And, mm-hmm. like, so we went over the, we went over the Golden Gate Bridge and then we came back a couple days later. And I thought to myself, like, I don't, I don't know how often I've ever actually driven over this bridge in a car. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like all my memories of doing it are in a moped, <laughs> you know, like police behind us. And <clears throat> yeah. Man. That's like my super dream. I'm like, I'm like, I have to hit like a San Fran rally and like go across that bridge. Like I got to like go up that hill and come down with my motor off, like the coast oh, down. I'm like, I'm like, those are the things I dream about when I hear people talk about those stories. I'm just like, man, like I need that in my life so bad. Oh, so good. The, the thing that like, the reason, like, I, I always have the camera with me now, almost always have the camera with me, was, like, uh, the first one I ever went to, I want to say it was uh, 2010, mm-hmm. I went to an SF, yeah, it would have been 2010, I went to an SF rally, and um, I was coming down, and there were there was this car of, like, older, obviously affluent, like, people, and they were, like, it's frustrating for a car, I get it, like, they're following these bikes down the hills, if you're say like on a Tomos, you're not going full speed down the hill. Like there's something of a, it, it's slow, you know, like it's, it's a slow descent, it's slow up for sure. And it's a slow descent. Mm-hmm. And so these cars were, I remember this car was like getting close to moped honking, being really scary. And we're talking about like 50, 60 year old people behind the wheel being really fucking aggressive. And then they got down to the bottom of the hill and I'll never forget this. There's some guy at this rally that was wearing like, like just a, like, like just like a fucking pair of underwear and a raccoon <laughs> tail. I don't remember. I don't remember who, I want to say it was the Bob. That's probably what I remember who the fuck it was, but um, like totally naked except underwear and a raccoon tail. And then like, like the car that was being super aggressive, like doesn't realize that at the bottom of the hill, there's a single lane bridge that they have to go over to bypass everyone. that's like, stop, stop the car from going over the bridge and like I just never forget like he gets off the bike wearing only underwear and a fucking tail and walks up to this like I don't know like Porsche Cayenne or like BMW it's like just something ritzy yeah and like I, I can't honestly can't remember in my mind if I just built this up or not but like I'm, I feel like I remember him taking his helmet and just wailing it into the fucking hood of the car and uh, and just being like I am a fucking vehicle who you cannot do that to me on a road that is extremely fucking dangerous and like 
I have always, there's a couple of times I've missed photos in this like scene and like that's one of them, man. I wish I had a camera for that. I, I, I wish I could have captured that moment. No, no, <laughs> for no, no incriminating evidence. <laughs> I mean, god damn, so good. So fucking good. Dude, that's um, Yeah. That well, one. And then there's a, there's another rally I went to once where I just say this, but like, I don't know where the fuck this was. I can't remember if it was in Boston or it was just like a kid on the street somewhere. I can't remember who the fuck it was. It was somebody wearing a moped once or wearing a shirt on a moped once. It was like nighttime. It was beautiful. And he like has his fucking bike pointed with the wheel kind of turned. He's holding the shirt down and it's just so fucking baller. And it, it says like, the t-shirt said, we own the street. And I don't remember what the fuck happened to that photo. It was either never came out or I lost the card or some shit like that. But yeah. I don't know why, but you always think about the damn photo you lost, you know? Yeah. That's something that's anyway. that'd be a sick moped shirt. We gotta bring that back for sure. hundred percent. I don't know who the fuck had it. It's a great fucking shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing's better yeah. than that moment for sure. Like that feeling of like owning the streets on a moped is like everything. Like when we do those group rides and it's like, yeah, every stoplight we're we're running as a group of 80. Like it's like we're, oh, blo- yeah. we're blocking every intersection. We're like, we own the streets. Like no one's oh, passing it's... us. Like this is it. Like mopeds as far as you can see. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, imagine, ima- imagine for yourself the moment where it's like, you know, you're in the fucking, you're in your BMW and you're so pissy because like you just have not been able to get out those hill and you're late for, I don't know, fucking whatever. Yeah. And, and like all of a sudden you're behind all these ratty shitty bikes and all of a sudden you are trapped by these ratty <laughs> shitty bikes. And then this guy, this tall ass, lanky ass dude wearing just a raccoon tail. <laughs> you're like, I'm in Thunderdome. This is Thunderdome. Like, bro, put your penis away. Stop. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Or like, just, just bombing through those streets of like, whatever it is, Petaluma or whatever the fuck that little town is. It's just like, I remember, I remember saying to somebody who was like a bike next to us, I was like, everybody was just walking out of their shops to stare at us, like coming down the street. I was like, I feel like if we just got off these bikes right now with guns, we would be like, we own this town now. This is our town. <laughs> this is our town. Sorry. Sorry. We're going to take <laughs> yeah. this. Thank you. <laughs> the spectacle was, yeah. so, it was so like, I don't know, intoxicating. Like, that's the exact word for it. Like the spectacle of mopeds. I get such a kick out of watching complete strangers just being all of what's coming past like just staring and pointing and taking pictures and just like what is this they have no idea because because our culture is so small and such a tiny niche they they have no idea that this even exists oh god i got this great photo once of like we're coming now it was like last the last bullies party and uh, last bullies rally in 2019 hot dog party party. Mm. yeah that one and I got this great picture of like we're stopped somewhere. It wasn't Rodeo, but it was like it was like somewhere it was Beverly Hills, maybe or like Hollywood. And like these people, these women have come out of like like an anthropology or some shit like that, or like some super fancy store. And there's just Hillary just chilling, waiting on her bike for like traffic to go. And there's these two women are out there in these ridiculous outfits and they're just holding their phones up and waving at Hillary like <laughs> like she's a zoo animal. <laughs> Dance for me. Dance for me. Uh, <laughs> Do a trick, stupid. Yeah, it was, uh, 100%. It was great. 
Oh, yeah. man. Well, we're, so where are some of the places you've been? Yeah, right. So um, uh, Boston, New York, uh, Portland, I've gone to a bunch of those rallies. Um, recommended if they do another one. Uh, Uphill Battle does a strip club ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Um, great strip clubs in Portland. Uh, I've been to, so in 2016, um, I decided, like, I'd been kind of in touch with these moped gangs in other countries, and I wanted to go sort of check them out and check out the scene. I know Mike Boyd had traveled over to, um, visit, uh, I never pronounce this right, girl, the guys in Denmark. And, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I, I went over there, uh, kind of had this plan to bop around Europe and go to a few different places. Uh, I wanted to, you know, do a pilgrimage to Slovenia. <laughs> so, uh, I went to Copenhagen, um, I hung out with those dudes for, you know, five or six days. Um, went to, like, a, it was, it happened, happened to actually be, like, during, uh, like, this big, like, motorcycle event week that they have going on in Copenhagen. Um, so it was pretty dope with some, like, uh, they could take to, like, a couple of, like, real gang parties. <laughs> Giant, burly, official gang. guys. Yeah. You're like, look, yeah. I have a little bike. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that one was, like, a, that was kind of a crazy one, because the definition of moped is very different. And every country defines a moped kind of differently. Yeah, like, anything 50-shifty, like, all of that's still a moped. Yeah, exactly. So I got off the plane and, um, you know, like went directly to this race. And then after the fact, they were like, oh, you know, we have a loner for the week that you're here. Um, and it was really fucking cool. Was that Sim- Simpsons? Oh, the I Simpsons think. are sick. Like, I can't believe that we don't have I've never seen one in the States. I'm not going to say we don't have any, but I've never seen or heard of someone having one here. And there's like a whole Simpson like culture. I follow some dudes on oh, Instagram yeah. and there's just yeah. like whole group rides and they're all on Simpsons, like doing wheelies and shit. Like it's like weird biker culture, but like just Simpsons. Oh, I get it. They are awesome. Yeah. I wish there were more here. Um, so yeah, I had to like go out back. Like we were going to ride to a party. I had to like go out back and like learn how to shift, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Surprise, you know, <laughs> that's the shift. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I got it down pretty well. Uh, yeah, and then we like went out to a party. I had a great time. I had a great time out there. That was, a, that was an awesome bike, awesome loner. Um, then uh, then I kind of took a sidestep project. I went to Greece and photographed um, this guy who'd been uh, helping refugees like coming through um, the Isle of Lesbos, like, on rafts and shit like that hung out. So that was like a super emotionally draining couple of days. Yeah. And then I went directly from that to this gang in Croatia. Hmm. What were they called? Like, but, oh, I'm still talking about that. What they called? I think they were just called Tomos. Like Tomos lovers of, oh, I feel so shitty. I forgot the name of that group. Um, I'd have to look it up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I went out to um, this small town in um, Croatia and met up with these guys that just like love Tomoses and ride. I would not, I wouldn't have called it a gang. It was like five guys, mm-hmm. but um, 
I was just fucking really exhausted. But uh, they, one of them had just been like left a winery, but like a super tiny, like a like not a winery winery, just like a small ass place, like, mm-hmm. like a room, yeah. <laughs> like a couple of rows of grapes. We got this one, um, this one little field in the backyard. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, yeah, we rode out there. It's just this remote, like dirt patch, like <laughs> forest patch, and uh, you know, we played with hatchets. I, I could have, I mean, looking back on it, like you wouldn't do this with anybody else that wasn't already a mopeder, right? Because yeah. you're like, I'm getting murdered. <laughs> <laughs> just meet these just random people, take me out to this field, uh, play with hatchets. With hatchets, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now yeah. you catch the hatchet, we throw it at you. <laughs> You want to come to this like place with no power and a bunch of axes? Yeah. Break, you know, all these bikes. I feel that way. Like, I really feel that way when it comes to like taking like some random new stranger, like in mopeds. I'm like, hey, come hang out at this spot. And it's like one of the <laughs> shitty like city garages we have that has no bathroom. And like, mm. we're, we're just hanging out, drinking in alleys. And I'm like, yeah, hang out here. This is going to be a great time. You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. It's just fine. I can't explain it. They're not going to kill us. It's fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. It's just it's just an alley in the dark, and there's no bathroom. Just go, <laughs> just go, just go pee down those stairs over there. <laughs> you'll be fine. Oh God, yeah. All the places, the places I've had to randomly pee. <laughs> Dude, she the shiwi man. We 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 talk about it every time we go on a road trip. We're like, we're buying shiwis. So all the ladies can just like pee standing up. It's gonna be great. Never, no woman wants that. That's just a, that's just a, that's just a faster way to get pee on your pants. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And now you're out. And now you're at nine ninety nine or whatever. You know? <laughs> like it looks like a great like a great idea, but I've still never seen anyone use one. <laughs> it isn't. It was definitely invented by a man. I'll say that. <laughs> no woman wants that. Like this is brilliant. It's gonna work. I swear. Uh, let's see. Okay, so now I'm leafing through the photos from Hot Dog Party. And it was definitely, this is the day that James got naked at the bar. Um, a lot of random nudity down here. Yeah. Mostly James. Um, this is and this one in particular, he's walking out of the bar with just a handkerchief around his cock. It goes inside and like sits on the bar stool. It's still covered, man. It works. We're good. It works. <laughs> Dude, I oh, see like, I he had, like uh, some pictures from like looks like some moped races out out there. Yeah. So um, I don't ask me what the, it's, I feel like the name changes all the time, and I'm never sure what the new name is yeah, or it's like, like who's in charge of it. And, up, and then it's like, yeah. you know, this, it's that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I never remember. But, um, yeah, the racing is a lot of fun. I mean, uh, now it's Moped GP. Sure. Um, <laughs> I feel like like I feel like the natural progression of this is, like, people got into it when they were, like, young and really didn't have, like, a lot of money. And this is either, like, a, like an economical choice or, like, just that thought it was cool or some combination of them. But I, I think that, like, what's interesting is that, like, as people get older, like, some people age out of it and they just get motorcycles and they're fucking gone. And that's yeah. what happened to the late birds. All those guys had motorcycles and they got over mochas and fine. Yeah, but that's, that's I think definitely the running joke. Yeah. But then the people who stay in it, you know, I, they're like older, they've got a lot more experience 
streets exist now. They have disposable income. And I, I like to see how um are still for everybody. Like, you don't have to have money to move. But, like, the people who... It's interesting to see how people, like, start to customize and start to, like, fabricate their own things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like even the, the base knowledge of all of this is, like, you know, when we started doing it, you know, 15 years ago, it was, it was still, like, a lot of trial and error to get things done. And now it's, like, people have really... Like, even, even the idea of pinball run, right? Like, when you first heard about it, you were like, there's no fucking way a bike is going to make it across the country. My bike doesn't make it more than two weeks. There's no fucking way a bike is making it across the country. And like swapping an engine, you need like four people for that, <laughs> you know, and like at least two of them need to know what they're doing. And, yeah. you know, now it's so funny to me. It's like, if you, you like pull back and look at it, you're like, yeah, the bike's almost always finished. You know, there's a lot of like DNF, but a lot of them still come over the finish line a lot more than these two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, they're not as crazy as that first one. That first actual pinball was like insane. They're, the 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 links and the days they were doing in that first race were like too much. They they went too hard. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, today we're gonna do three hundred and thirty miles. Are you guys ready? Ready? <laughs> yeah, I think two fifty is the max, right? Like you, people can't. Um, like I remember. I wouldn't name names, but I remember riding in one of the cars. I would ride with the chase cars um, when I did the uh, pinball, the one from um, uh, Seattle down to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I remember like one of the days I was in one of the chase cars and the rider like switched out and got in and it was just like, I just cried. I just cried for part of that. Like I, <laughs> I just exhausted, stressed out. Cars got behind me and started honking and yelling shit. And I just, into my helmet for like a good 10 minutes so I really, emotionally you know. draining my back hurts like yeah yeah why am i doing what is my life why am i doing yeah. this? i'm like the yeah. physical pain i would feel riding a moped that far i'd be like i like just i can't i just can't <laughs> yeah you know that was the other nice thing about the 50 d right it was that cushy ass seat oh luxury luxury seat million percent like riding dubs um, and, and, and comfort, like it's that long. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and, and the engine that could like handle dubs, love a tomos. I really do. But that can't, you can't dubs on that yeah. at all. I've seen people dubsing on a tomos with the little tomos seat, like just like two butts squeezed on this little tiny seat, crushing the toolbox underneath it. Like, <laughs> Oh, my ex, my ex and I for sure did that once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Oh, I'm looking at I'm looking at like uh, <laughs> oh, this is funny. Now I'm looking at like the party that would happen like overnight at the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Like they had like a DJ out there and some light. Oh God, somebody somebody's really drunk. It's really funny to watch the photos. You know, like you tap through them really fast and you got like a stop motion animation and somebody <laughs> getting drunk, trying to mosh. <laughs> it, 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 there's no one else in the pit. The pit is just them. You are the pit. And then they're, then they're just on the ground getting picked up by people. <laughs> like so low, got, low tool shirt. I got spun kick in the face by an imaginary person. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I definitely yeah. feel what you're saying though about like the the aging out of mopeds because like I've been in it for a good while now. Like 
like over yeah. over ten years. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Think so how did how did you how did you get into it? So the the Hell Satans were I'm like Hell Satans are from Richmond, so they were in my town, and they were a club in 2003. So mm-hmm. like. I rode bicycles and fixed gears and stuff and went to hardcore shows and was like, and like to music and all that stuff living in the city. And that was just another aspect of our town. It was like, cool. You have fixed gear and bicycle clubs and they were doing like bicycle events. And then you had like the moped dudes and they're doing like moped events. And like, we were all like intertwined, like with friend groups Mm because our city's really small. And I, so I just see them around. So it'd be like, cool, the, the Satans are having a rally this weekend. And everyone's like, yeah, the Satans are having a rally this weekend. So we pull up on bicycles and hang out and, like, check out all the bikes and, like, you know, party with all the people and, like, party at whoever's house the thing was going to be at or whatever, like, warehouse they were having a, the dance party at. Like, we'd all kind of, like, intertwine. And then mm-hmm. my roommate got, like, really into mopeds and was, like, diving down, like, the moped army rabbit hole and i took him to pick up his first bike and he like built it in our basement and i was like oh yeah this is cool but like i'm in the bands like i can't spend money on mopeds and then like eventually i like from just like watching him and some more of our friends get them i was just like cool let me um i'll at least like read this moped army thing and see what that's about and i just kept like lurking at pictures and looking at bikes until i i saw something i was really in love with and i was like all right well if i get one it's going to be this bike. And then I found one and I was like, <laughs> and I bought it and it just like and it, the, the slope got slipperier and slippery. And now I'm like, I'm like really into mopeds and it's like taking over like a huge, like part of my life. And it was fun. Like I went and take any of it back. It was like a good replacement for uh, like bands and touring and all that stuff. It's like, Oh, well I don't have to be in a band. I can, have this moped and be in a club and like still travel and go see other people see because that's all you want to do anyway is like i want to go to another city and see what it's like and hang out and ride around and like so it was fun yeah but yeah but yeah, yeah i mean sorry go ahead no go ahead i was just gonna say that, but yeah so because i've been around for a while like i definitely see what you mean by like the people like aging out like i've seen like people come and go over the years and like and and that's kind of where it's at it's like it's like that aspect of like the prices of mopeds are getting more expensive and I think it's because more people see them as like a form of transportation or like a way to like make a quick buck or something. Like I've definitely flipped and sold mopeds, but every person I sold a bike to, I'm like, Oh, like here's moped army. Here's the treat land. Here's our group chat. Like I'm trying to like sell the mopeds to like lure them in and like make them a part of our like thing. And you know, some people just sell the bike and then like, all right, here you go. Here's a bike. See you later. And if it breaks down, don't call me. And I'm like, oh, no, if it breaks down, like, call me, show up. They're like, well, we'll get you sorted and then you'll love it. And then you'll want to be one of us and we can chant, yeah, and, and we can chant at you. And no, like, and, and no, like hatred on people who, you know, like some people, I remember like there was a guy and, um, who just got, we're still like friends on Facebook. You know, it's funny, like you, you see somebody on Facebook and you're like, what the fuck are we friends? And then like, it, 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 one day you're talking about them and you're like, oh, that's how I know that guy. Yeah. Um, I remember him, like he had like a Tomo, he was in the 2010, uh, it was like it was during the 2010 rally and he was like, he had a Tomo, so he's gotten it and he's trying to figure it out and like he's kicking it over and I'm like, trying to explain to him like, oh, like probably, you know, junk in the intake or like this is happening or like maybe this possibly barely can you do this with this, this and he was just like, he's like I, I gotta stop you, I gotta stop you. 
I'm not trying to wrench on this thing. Like it's <laughs> just the thing I'm writing. And then you gotta, you gotta respect that too. Like that, yeah. that was a, a, a little bit that was like, you know, I definitely wanted to learn the mechanics of it when I first got it. But like I moved to LA to work in film I, and I was going on interviews. I'm trying to get the jobs. Like I, sometimes I just need it to work tomorrow. Like I love this lesson and I really want to learn about it. But like, I'm not hobby fixing this. I'm like practically fixing this. Yeah, <laughs> like it's got to work tomorrow. Transportation reliable. Yeah. We are pre Uber. I do not have that option. I feel like that's like really spread out too. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, having it break down and then being like, oh, fuck, I got to walk this thing back to like Jeff. <laughs> that's a two, you know, that's a several mile commitment <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to get back there. But, um, you know, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. Like we having the Tomos has really opened up a lot. And I, I wrote the fuck out of that Tomos. Like for the, until it got stolen, it eventually got stolen. But, um, oh, yeah, it, I, I hurt for. I still like look when I see like a black mm. uh, sprint. I'm so, so like I, I, I still post it over. No, shot. I mean, I'm sure it got parted out. Damn. Um, yeah, I got like followed home one night. I, I should have thought like, oh, it's so weird. This white van, <laughs> white utility van, is taking all the turns I have. That's so crazy. Mm. And um, yeah, it was just gone the next day. But the. Uh, I, I commuted all the way from uh, like Echo Park to, or like at the time, like Koreatown, like all the way up to Burbank. And to give you perspective on that, it's like a 30 mile round trip every day. Oh, man. Yeah. That's hard um, on a little moped, too, dude. Like to do that, that's a dedication for sure. I don't even think, yeah. I don't think my, my whole city is like 30 miles long. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it got, I mean, 15 up and, like, 15 or 12 back. I could, do, I could do a shorter route home or vice versa. But, like, yeah, it was, it was, some nights it was scary. Um, some nights it was freezing. Um, but I, I love being on that bike. I love, do you listen to music on your bike? Yeah, definitely. I always do. Like, I like, love listening to music. I love listening to, like, audiobooks, like, I like, I want to, sometimes it depends what the mood I'm in, you know, like sometimes I just want to like go ride by myself and like zone out and like listen to like a, some weird fantasy book or something. And like, huh. And there's like the days where you just want to listen to the the bike and make sure like it sounds right. It's making all the sounds or like you're riding with a buddy yeah. and like that, that t- those moments when like you and a couple of guys are riding together and the, and, and the pipes like harmonize together and you got like this <laughs> one like perfect sound. You're like, Oh, this feels great. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine you know the uh i love i love listening to music on it like i think like some of the happiest moments in my life were you know the end of the night like after like a moped hangout and then like riding home like just the right song on you know it just fucking feels so good yeah yeah knees yeah, in the breeze baby oh it's always is let's dance let's dance the fucking perfect moped song yeah yeah uh, so what you get so after anyway. what you get after the Tomos? After the Tomos got stolen? Um, so you had a bloner for a minute. Um, uh, I got an LX, red LX, which is the top tank one. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that one was great. The guy had like 
<laughs> it's so funny. Like I got it. I, I bought it from a kid. He was kind of like a brosif, uh, like East LA kind of brosif. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked it up from him. I remember he had like put special shocks on, um, kind of a special fat swing arm. And uh, I don't think it was kitted. He had like a pipe on it. Oh, and he had like the bat bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like a cool, like a bullet, a bullet headlight. It was, it was cute. You know, like he'd done. Cool. He'd, he wanted a cafe, yeah. cafe racer. He did. And it like, it was cool. Like he figured it out. Um, great pedals. And then, um, I remember like, I didn't know him from the scene. Like I'd never seen him before, but like he, <laughs> I remember he like sold it. He sold to me for like 1200 bucks or something. And like, I, I showed up, I paid the cash. Um, and then I remember, I remember it was like about to run out, like drive it off. And he was, he was like, all right okay and he like takes a breath and he like runs up to the bike he's like i love you girl i'm gonna miss you (laughs) runs back and it's like oh man i know i know that feeling you know yeah i definitely have a few that i let go that i that i wish i never let let go you know oh me too that golden bullet really wish i hadn't let that go Mm. yeah um but it's like you know it's still in the family but that was like desperate times like i had to i had to sell it um sometimes that's what you have to do man like mopeds like i always call them like the moped savings account it's like you know it it, they are worth something and i I know i can flip a quick dollar if i if i need to the um that one was a kind of a crazy story so it's like a word of warning so um i bought it from my buddy who had just bought it from some rando on Craigslist, just a great bike for not a lot of cash. So he like showed up and bought it. And then I needed a bike. <clears throat> like, uh, and he, you know, sold it to me so I could have it. Um, at any rate, I didn't register it for like ages and ages. I like finally rolled. I'm like at a DMV or like near one. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking register this thing already. And it gets stolen. I'm going to feel like shit. So, like, uh, I'd had it for a couple months. So I roll into the DMV, like, you know, I, I, I didn't have the title, uh-huh. I think, or, like, it didn't come with any paperwork or whatever. So I just, like, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to do the thing, get the title, whatever. Roll in there, fill it out. They put, they type it in. The guy's like, uh, hold on one second, I'll be right back. And, like, goes in the back, comes out, goes in the back, comes out. And he's like, um, I'm sorry to do this to you, but the police are on their way. It's a stolen bike. Fuck. Fuck, uh, indeed. And like, it's it's heartbreaking, dude. They just take the bike. Yeah. Like, there's no no nothing. This the police roll up in a in, with a tow truck, which is hysterical. <laughs> and then they like racket strap this tiny bike onto a fucking double, you know, city tow truck, and then they just haul that shit away, and you never see it again. Ugh. And um, man, I was heartbroken, and they. They weren't nice enough to, like, I talked to the police a few times. They were nice enough to give me the name of the woman who, who had reported it stolen. Mm-hmm. And, like, she just had it, like, lifted from her. Like, there was, like, construction in her apartment building or something, and they left the gate open and someone lifted it. Yeah. And, um, and, like, I told her, like, what I did to it, like, what she needed to know. Like, I think that there was a leak, and I, like, changed some seals or I don't remember, but, like, I was like, oh, you got to look out for this and this. And I did this to it. And I also like changed these seats and this whatever. And like, she's like, okay, cool. Like, obviously you took really good care of it. Yeah. And then, I don't know, man, like six months later, maybe. She was like, she, you she, really love it here. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. She was like, 
you know, I never fucking ride this thing. Why don't you just take it back? <laughs> that's awesome. That's what I was, that's what I was hoping cool? would happen. Like I was listening to those like, yeah. I was like, like, yeah, you called her. Like now she knows that you really care about it and love it. And you treated it mm-hmm. nice. And like, she doesn't want it. She doesn't care about that bike. Like give it back. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, that was really fucking cool. That was cool of her. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, then, um, I mean, to skip forward here, then the, uh, the LX got stolen eventually like, a couple years later. Um, oh, so yeah, two yeah, stolen bikes. Some, some real wild thieves out there, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they like, uh, they've got a new, have you looked on, on Instagram? I think that there's LA stolen mopeds is a handle. Mm-hmm. And um, they've they've recovered a couple. Yes, yeah, like that. they're on. Yeah. Um. But at any rate, yeah, that that one got stolen too, and uh, yeah, and then I got my current my current whip, which is um, yeah. So this one is oh, favorite fucking bike in the world. It's um, such a ratty bike. It's so great. Uh, the bottom is a 2010. I think it's a street mate. Okay. Yeah. Um, with a kit. And pipe and a kickstart, and then the top end in those nice big fat wheels, and then the uh, top end is a 1973 Motorbike Sebring top seat and tail. Okay, I yeah. see it. I can I can picture it. Yeah, if you um, if you go to Google and you look up uh, my name and mopeds. Um, Wall Street Journal came out and did like a photo thing. They have they have like this weird little article they run once in a while, which is called um, like My Ride. So just like you know, idiots like me and their idiot transportation. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, just me. I'm sitting on that bike. Yeah, I'm gonna lurk it out for sure. <laughs> cool. Oh, so, yeah. Sorry. Um, like Aiden. Um. Uh, guide, guide me. What else would you like to know, <laughs> dude? So you're good, but um, so yeah, so we got in, we got into some rallies, and the community, the scene's going really good. But I want there's the big one because like you do do the you do the photos, and you had the one picture of Ashley coming across the bridge that was on like it was on the front page of like Treatland or it was on Moped Army's front page or something for a while. I can't remember where it was at. Oh, was wasn't like, cool. I can't remember where it was. Maybe it was on front the front of Mopin Army, but it was like, dude, that's a sick picture. Yeah, it was when when, when Simon redid Mopin Army page and like that picture of Ashley was like on the front. I was like, dude, this is like yeah, the I, sickest I sent, picture. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think a bunch of uh, a bunch of pictures to Simon. Um, yeah, I mean Ashley's kick ass. Let's just agree all as like a group. And as a scene, that Ashley is our queen. She completely kicked a lot of ass. Um, I made postcards of that for so this, this dude found the blog out of nowhere. Like this guy, he had a gallery in um, Santa Monica, and he like hit me up out of nowhere. Like, do you want to come have a show? And I mean, I've had, I mean, I've been shooting, I've been shooting this for ages and ages, right? Like, I've got somewhere in the neighborhood of, I want to say. 20,000 pictures mm. and um, he asked me if I wanted to do a uh, show after I got back from Europe of the pictures um, which was super flattering and crazy nice of him and I, I, don't, I don't like 
again, like who else is interested in this besides a handful of <laughs> So, um, yeah, it took like a month. Uh, I just printed off like little tiny, like shitty pieces of paper with all of the photos. I got it down to a thousand fucking pictures to choose from. <laughs> Literally a thousand pictures is what I, I narrowed it down to. And, yeah, I had people and, that, like, and that was hard. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, so then I just had as many people as I could. Like I, I had a, that studio, that warehouse. And so I just like had people roll through and just marker on like which ones they thought were good enough to be in the show. That's sick. Yeah. But Ashley was, yeah, she was a top, top vote. Great um, job for sure. So did you, so when they started the girl club, you and you joined the Gaskets, like, how was that? Like having like a club, like after like, you know, being in it for a little while. And now it's like, oh, now you have a club. You're like, you got a home. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I need to like navigate away from the stages when you're distracted. Um, yeah. I mean, it feels fantastic. It's good. You know, it's like riding in a group of like matching clothing it's already a spectacle, right? Yeah. And then, you know, if you add shimmery gold to that, it's even fucking cooler. I I think that there was like, you know, cast your mind back to 2011 and 2012. Like, I feel like even at the time, there was just an expectation that a, a girl couldn't fix something on her own or probably wouldn't be able to or didn't know much about it. Um, and I think that, like, even sometimes when I would talk to other women, just in general, not in the group, but other women, it was like, well, yeah, I mean, I would, somebody else would have to do that for me. Like, I wouldn't know how to do it. I, I think that even, like, it's a lot different now, not just in mopeds, but, like, in life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we pushed forward the expectations and, like, what what we like understand like women and girls can do i think that's a lot farther ahead than it was even like six or seven years ago but um i wasn't like particularly technically like adept in any of this like, yeah i can clean a car but that's not hard it's just, it takes a few seconds of a screwdriver yeah. like i could do moderate things if somebody showed me how but like uh you know women the women that I know in the gas gets, like a lot of them have highly technical jobs. Like they're seasoned experts in some kind of software or some kind of design or, you know, working with their hands in some way. Like there's, there's a lot of intelligence there. Like air plus spark plus fuel equals power. That's not hard, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think that like, even like other girl gangs I see nowadays that like pop up on Instagram. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased to see that they have grease on their hands. Like I think that we, we were trying to do that originally too. And like the, the, the fucking bullshit joke of like, well, they're just going to break down all the time. <laughs> even, even that, even back then, like, yeah. you know, you're still kind of like pushing against that a little bit. I think that not everybody was a jerk, but it was an easy joke to make and people made it. But it's also, it's like, it is a moped. So at the end of the day, like we're all breaking down sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all breaking down sometime. Um, I'm not down. saying, I'm not saying that I didn't, you know, need help. Also. I always, I always did, but like Hillary knows more about bikes than I think a lot of fucking people do. And I thought it back then and I still think it, you know? And I feel like it's like with mopeds, 
doing it by yourself and reading open army and like reading the threads can only take you so far with without some kind of community and someone to help you learn like the little things like no one can do it alone dude you can you only you only yeah. get so far by yourself yeah 100%. Even, and, I, and i i was gonna say even like, if, feel- even if it's two of you that don't know much you can like figure it out together it's like two heads are better than one kind of situation yeah completely i mean when i first got into it do you remember lance Campo? i don't so few people know about Lance Kiffo. Um, there used to be this guy. He was perfectly, wonderfully dirty. And he would do these like tutorials on YouTube that you could find. Um, man, look him up. Some people remember. So it's a throwback for some people. But um, yeah, I mean, you could only learn so much. And it was like, it was either like really, really elementary or really like, bro, you got to go back. Like, I don't know. It's like, you can't. It's as bad as like what I did on fucking Instagram. It's like, I'm talking, I'm, talking about it but i'm just looking we're basically just looking down my shirt like we're not like i'm not i should be pointing at the thing you know like this yeah. is the fucking this is what pet talk looks like not to tell you to turn it off and i think that that's where like my frustration with the early days of the information was it was like I, I just need a base level and then you have to really dumb it down for, for newbies yeah, yeah for sure like yeah. that's like when i like i definitely feel like it's like when i explain like how the carb flow works. I'm like, well, if you have trouble with your carb, I start all the way at the beginning and I'm like, and I, and I explain it to them the way I would explain it to anyone else. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, guys, this is, this is how it works in my mind. And this is how I want to explain it to you. And I'm like, it's literally every single tiny step where I'm like, this is the gas and it goes in the top. And they're like, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. I know where it goes. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to really dumb it down and like explain it to you, like every single step that it goes through. So, you know, like yeah. all the paths and like, it could be broken there and it could be broken here and it could be, bro- it could be your float or it could be your pet cock or it could be the little filter you're using. And like all these little things like matter when it comes to mopeds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and people have like such a like varied and crazy base knowledge. Like that's why I think that people, you get a brand and then you just fucking stick with it because now I just know the God, like now I just know the ins and outs of a Tomos. Like I could, I could listen to a Tomos and I could, I could look, I couldn't tell you exactly what's wrong with it, but I could guess pretty close to what's wrong with it. Like, I just know that bike really well. And like, did you put a Gorelli? I, I couldn't tell you. Oh, nothing. I couldn't even tell you what the name of the engine is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's the thing. Like they're like the, the diagnosis is the, is the hardest part of fixing them. It's like, but if mm. you've had the same problem happen 10 times because you're only using that one bike, like then you can diagnose it in like a second. Oh, this, this happened. It sounds like this. I, I, I it's probably this. And if it's not yeah. that, it's probably that. And then you're done and you know how to fix it. Cause you, cause you've done it a thousand times. Yeah. It's like a camera. Like I'll, I'll always have cannons. I just know how they, I, I know their particular quirks. I know how it'll work. I mean, I, I think I want to get a motorcycle. Like I really do. Like I'm, I'm, I'm at the verge. Like I, I think I want to do the age out. I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I really, I really love my Tomos. Like I've, I've been thinking about this for like 10 years. Oh, I'll get a fucking motorcycle. Yeah. But like doing two things, like it's kind of like a baseball player changing socks. I've gone so long with not having an accident. Like I'm afraid of changing bikes. Right. Like I've gone this long. <laughs> like, oh, man, you got holes in your socks your pinky toes showing through 100 percent. but like i don't i don't want to change it up and but it's also kind of like 
the thing about the moped has always been at my core, if, if I could go 150 miles an hour, I would go 150 miles an hour. Like I would, I would get ramped the fuck up, the adrenaline hits, and then I just want the fastest, craziest, shittiest, most dangerous thing. And if I'm on the moped, I'm doing 42 and that's it. (laughs) That's what I (laughs) really can't. I love that about mopeds because it's like I've I, I have motorcycles and like a lot of my friends have motorcycles, but we still ride our mopeds more often. Than we ride our motorcycles. Like motorcycles, cool if you want to go to the highway and do like, oh, cool, I'm gonna go travel somewhere. I'm going like you know far or something. But like, there's nothing better than riding. Like you can't, especially if you live like in a city. Like riding a motorcycle in a city slow is boring, but riding mm-hmm. a moped that's already slow as fast as it'll possibly go is exciting. Like I get more adrenaline rush riding my moped really fast than I do riding my motorcycle really slow. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely like a, there's kind of an aspect of like, this, this thing is not supposed to be going this fast. Yeah. That's the best part, riding. dude. I love when like <laughs> someone like, especially my father-in-law was in town the other week and he rides Harleys and stuff. And we're like, yep, like my friends came over and we put them on a moped and we're like, all right, this one's sketchy here, ride it. And we took him on a ride and he's like, and he's like, he was just like, dude, like I'm, I'm shocked how fast these things go for like the weight to engine size and all this stuff. Like, he's like, they're like, they're zippy. Like they're fast compared to like what it is. Yeah, I mean, and you can hear it rattling. You can hear it really protesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, oh, fuck, I love that bike. It's in Donovan's yard right now. I had to, uh, after I did that that thing about cleaning the carb, I uh, I forgot to <laughs> I forgot to put the carb back on properly, or like I didn't I didn't like tie it. Like I didn't actually like close it. I just like shoved it into like two, but I didn't, you know, I didn't I didn't tighten the. Uh, 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 I'm talking about. I didn't tighten it on. And so um, I like walked it out during like BLM, which is like a crazy intense event here in LA. I was like, all right, there's, there's so much going on. The best thing for me to do is take the bike because then I can zip around from like whatever to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just watching, I was using like an air traffic controller and watching where the police helicopters were going, yeah. just zipping around the city, following the action. And that worked so well that I dumped a bunch of gasoline in the hallway <laughs> on the way to the on the way to the freight elevator and the Lambo is like no there's no fucking bitch. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't me it wasn't me I swear it wasn't me yeah <laughs> and it you know it sucks so much because I having that bike here where I could just get on it and take it down and ride it whenever I wanted to was key but I I the only way I could have it here now is to like lock it up outside in downtown LA and it's just it's just a picking. They're just gonna be gone. You know what I mean? It's like giant and, um, kryptonite locks. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna have one, but I still don't trust it. Like I, and that's the fucking thing, right? That sucks. It's like, again, you gotta keep it someplace safe, and then you're just never riding it. So like, really, what's the point? Yeah. You know, I, just, I, I yeah, I'm gonna ride right fucking now. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. You gotta get out, yeah. dude. Like it's still early there, man. Go, go burn one real quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I gotta go to Don. Go to Donovan's. Break in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have like a group garage or something that y'all use out there? 
Um, Chris's garage is probably considered to be the group garage. Um, there's definitely no cars in that garage. It's a lot of mopeds. Uh, this last time I was in it. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of stray bikes. Yeah. But no, oh, well, actually, you know, there's kind of like, I guess you've never been to LA. There's, uh, the boys house, which is just, just over the bridge. Um, I mean, they have a, they have a, a compound. I mean, like a giant yard. <laughs> just full of bikes. Flooded. Yeah. Flooded. Flooded with bikes. Um, we keep collecting them. I don't I don't know where they come from sometimes. Like, you, every time you think you found the last one and there hasn't been a bike posted for six months, like, a 10 more bikes pop up. Yeah, because the barn finds, like, there's got to be, at some point, the barn finds have got to be, like, worn out, right? Like, we yeah. found all the barn finds we're going to get. Like, that's what we keep thinking, man. We're like, dude, they got to be run out. Like, I feel like the older people are getting older that had them. And, like, if they don't, like, sell them off, like, what, like, they got to just, like, eventually, like, fade away. And then their family just, like, takes them to the dump or something. Like, yeah. The first one, the first one I ever saw really was my, um, my, this is such a white trash thing to say. My stepfather's stepfather had one. <laughs> and he, um, Oh man, I think I was like 11 or 12 and they lived out like deep country mm-hmm. um, where I where ended up going when I was a teenager. Anyway, they lived out in like deep country and um, there was like one, like down the road, there was like one little convenience store, like about like a quarter mile down the road. And I remember like just country roads, like he had this blue poop mm-hmm. and he was, he was like a magical mechanic. He could make anything work. And um, I remember he got this fucking poop going. And it had like a little basket in the front and he'd like, he was a tall, lanky ass, like, you know, million year old mechanic. And he would just like <laughs> jam this fucking poop down the, you know what I mean? Like little, down the two lane highway. Little grocery getter. Oh, little, little, little liquor getter, little grocery getter. Um, I used to think I was so dumb and then I thought it was so fucking cool. That's awesome. And I, I wonder a lot about like what happened to that bike, you know, like it's down where like, up, like Upjet has that, yeah, <laughs> you know, it, or like is it? <laughs> somebody, I think that there's like a Buffalo, I think there's a Rochester, oh, there is a Rochester group. Um, cause I met the dude randomly. Uh, I was walking through Chicago last summer. Um, and I saw a dude on a fucking moped that broke down on a bridge. And, um, you know, like I was just asking them like what was wrong with it. And we were talking a little bit, um, I like said like, Oh yeah. Like I, he gave me his Instagram. I only know you guys by your Instagram. Like, so <laughs> in bad with names. Um, but he gave me his Instagram name and I was like, Oh shit, you follow me. And like, yeah, it turned out we small world, you know? Yeah. Anyway, Rochester. I mean, mopeds are really, really small like that. It's like, you know, you just kind of like add the next moped you see and you're like, Oh yeah. You kind of. Before you know it, you're following like, you know, 50 mopeders that you never met before. Oh, yeah. I mean, the randos from like, uh, New Zealand is the place I want to get to next. Like, there's some like moped dudes in New Zealand um, that follow me. I really, I really like their events. They look really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get out there and meet them. Yeah, there's but, a cool, uh, like Spain club too that they all got derbies. They got cool ass shirts. I like ordered one of their shirts like a couple of years ago. I was like, oh, dude, I got to get like one of their posters and shirts. Like, Send oh, it my way. Really? I didn't know about that. I call the uh the warriors like the warriors, but uh with a V. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. Uh, I cool. I, 
Yeah, I got yeah. Send it to me when you yeah. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll find it. I'll send it to you. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that brings me to um. Okay, so uh, I have uh, an opportunity to do uh, like a small booth at this um, like Moto slash like East LA event um, coming up in a couple of months, and I thought that maybe this would be a good opportunity to do a first run of a photo book. And, um, so I guess what I want to ask people really is like, I've, I've been doing these photos for like 12 years. What year is this? 12, 12, 13. Yeah. 12 or 13 years I've been doing this. And, um, I really, like, I really wanted to document not just like the individual events, but like, um, really kind of like the evolution of certain people like within whole gang and like the evolution of the club and uh some people in la call me like kind of like the unofficial historian (laughs) of of it um so i'd I'd love to start like thinking about doing like publishing the book um with the pictures but i kind of want to like get a beat on how people feel about that if you know if that's something that they want to be included in or not like what what it should even you know, kind of like look like should just be my pictures. Um, are people interested in like more of a like story of the whole thing? Like, is it was there anybody doing what I did like way back, like Hell Satan? No, they they did a bunch of their own. They get they did so much weird shit back then. Like they so they have a couple of short films they did. There's like uh, Satan since two thousand three. And then uh, I think they have another one called like uh, "Live Like Live Fast, Ride Slow" or something. And then they they actually end up with a TV show. It's on um, the Fusion the Fusion Network. Yeah, yeah, I heard I heard about this. I never saw it. Yeah, like oh, dude, it's 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 bad, <laughs> but it's, it's it was like it's scripted for sure. But it's like it's definitely I don't know. It's interesting if you and it has to do a little bit with mopeds. But like yeah, I, we. we- We've been started to like sidestep. Like we we had been approached by people. Like the gas gas at one point. Like I there, like somebody emailed us and was like, "Oh, we're interested in like you know talking to you guys for, like the possibility of a reality show." And it was like it was like somebody from like a fucking major network. And like yeah. I I was like remember the response was just no period. Dude, it would have been <laughs> fun, dude. Like no matter how scripted it was, you'd have the, like, you'd have the story to tell later. Like that's what it's all about. <laughs> You, you would, but, like, also, like, agree with me that there's, like, a portion of this for a long time that it, it, it was just better because not everybody knew about it, right? Yeah, I get that. You know? Like, even, again, like, even to go back to, like, oh, like, I could publish this book, it's, like, is that, do people want that, or is, is this just, is it just kind of better we don't do that? I think <laughs> you you kind of have it, you know. So I'm in, like, in a weird spot because I think you – hundred percent should because I'm into moped content in general. Like, like I started the moped podcast because I was like, yo, like one person tried to do this and then they stopped doing it, but that was a really good idea. Like, there needs to be some content from over there. Just there's there's this shit for every other you know niche and like thing hobby that people are into. There's YouTube channels. There's tutorials there's vloggers who are just right like i still think it'd be cool if there was someone on mopeds just doing a vlog where they just rode around on their moped talking like while they're riding <laughs> around i think that'd be sick i'd watch every single episode you know like and 
and it's cool to see that like more of this stuff's happening. Like there's this podcast, like Jimmy Henry's got a, another moped podcast, like, um, maze from, um, from, from out, the, out west, I mean, out in the Midwest or whatever's doing like YouTube videos now and tutorials. And they're really cool. Like mm-hmm. we need more shit. Like for a while there was, um, I don't remember. I, I know they, they traveled a little bit. Ned and Allie from New York, uh, were doing mopeds for lovers Oh yeah, they, they actually use my they use my warehouse to shoot the LA one. Sick. So so we met yeah. them. They they shot in Richmond at like our at our old group shop, and and then they lived here for they moved here and lived here for a little while. So it was like that was sick, and like that's what they were supposed they were supposed to do that. Like they went to all these rallies. They got in, they bought an RV and traveled across the yeah. country and went to all these rallies and did all these sick shots. And it was supposed to like end up with a like a big like coffee book like a big yeah. coffee table book with all these photos and it was a great idea, but they never finished and never followed through like, and then kind of sold off his bike and got out of mopeds and that was, you know, they had a kid and that was that. And yeah. So wait, can we, can we like off the record here for a second? Yeah. Go for it. Um, yeah. Like, so what I had heard, like I, I contacted these guys cause I was like, this is sort of an interesting contrast, right? Like everything I shoot, a lot of stuff I shoot is like gritty and black and white and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then these guys did these like, awesome beautiful high-res color gorgeous like portraits of people and so like i contacted them at one point like hey man like what do you think about like partnering up like we could do you know we could do like a fucking coffee table book it would be awesome like your stuff my stuff like you know whatever like let's just talk about it and yeah. like i think i think i wrote them a few times i didn't get a response back and then like at one point like either one of them or somebody else told me like oh yeah they have like a huge fight one of them like trashed all the hard drive. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that. I know like they had like they had broken up or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. then like some it, stuff was going on, but then like they got back together and then like Ned had like a had like a some kind of like spot in New York or whatever he did a lot of work in, like doing I guess I can't remember what they call it when you're just like editing photos but like super high res like refinishing i can't remember what it's called Mm -hmm. but like he was doing like he had a business doing that or whatever and then he got a job at google and they moved like out west and Ah. i've messaged him since they moved away like in in the last six months or something trying to get him on the podcast to get like the full story on like like yo why haven't gotten the book what's up when are we gonna get these photos i want to i want to see that. that Like, yeah, uh-huh. I still go to the Instagram sometimes because there's great, there's literally awesome photos on that from rallies. Like we all, especially the, um, they did the new Orleans Halloween rally mm-hmm. where like everyone's in costumes and it's like all these backdrop yeah. pictures of us with mopeds, but everyone's wearing costumes. It's great. <laughs> but yes, back yeah. to your thing. You need to do it a hundred percent. It would be sick. And I think so many people would back it. I'm actually holding the Moped to South America like creature book in my hand right now. Oh, I have one too. Yeah, I I got one over there. And I have the Moped Army uh, comic book in my hand. Like I have the, our buddy Moped Rich from um, the Magnetos does a, does a Moped calendar that he's been doing the last like two years. So he's, he's putting out like a free calendar that he does every year. And it's cool, cool to like have these, like I have the moped magazine, like on the wall behind me. I'm like, it's cool to have like physical representations of this, like thing we're into. Cause it's, cause you can get that from any other hobby you're in, but 
we yeah, I mean, we I, don't have it. We don't have it, and then and then it's just it's just memories. And then if you have a bad memory like me or like you, like all these memories kind of fade away. And all I have, I don't have anything to like remember them by. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. And also, like I think, I like I. This is not like a money making venture for me at all. I think I think it would just be fucking cool to get all the shit centralized. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if we if we could get like some of the you know, um, Lopez and the lovers stuff together. If there was somebody back in the, um, uh, hell Satan days that were like documenting some of this, or like would be willing to just write about like the first couple of years and we could like patch together like a couple of like pieces of information. I mean, that's always been the question. Like does somebody need to, does somebody need to sit down and do like the comprehensive history of like Lopez army or yeah. is that just, should that not exist? Yeah, like, it should definitely exist, dude. Like I've we've had I had Simon on the podcast and it was cool like talking to him about like the beginning of Moped Army and like mm. how the rally kind of thing started back in the day. And then like I remember talking to someone and they were like they told me about when like the first raffle the first raffle bike happened. Like how how much is like every rally you've ever been to ended up with a raffle bike and all this shit? Well, that happened fucking 15 years ago or something. That it wasn't for that rally that shit wouldn't even exist. Like oh all, that, all that stuff's cool to me. Such a great they they made the thickest, most amazing rally bike one year for the Halloween party. It was like uh, I don't know if you ever thought it was like there's a, there's a picture that I have on there of like um, this Caleb in the panda suit, you know, like doing the wheelie oh, yeah, on yeah. the bike. Yeah, that. and it's like it's the bike is too spooky. <laughs> it's got this <laughs> crazy ass like nut tank and it's got two spooky written across it and it has like a wheelie bar yeah. coming off the back so. yeah wheelie bar with pbr crazy pipe on it dual headlights <laughs> in fucking incredible and then uh, the guy who the guy who ended up taking it which was um i can't remember his name this is this is so covid brain like how you just been out of the pandemic <laughs> even in the pandemic song the buzz the, the buzz Anybody, yeah, it's all plus it's all like I could hear the name, but I can't know, whatever, it doesn't matter anyway. Like the guy who won the raffle ticket, it was one of the guys who built the bike, so he gave it to the next guy or somebody that he thought really deserved it. He like handed it to him. It was just such a fucking great moment, you know what I mean? Like everybody lifted that guy up over their heads. It's like who 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 gets to have that? You know? I feel like that's the feelings that you get from like those events and those moments is like so sick to me. It's like, yeah, the rally was fun. I had this blast and it was awesome. And then you're in this raffle and you're having this, this tension of like gambling, essentially, you know, like, Oh, am I going to, am I going to win? I'm gambling. And then to see like someone completely new or someone like pseudo get gifted a bike like that. (laughs) is like so awesome like i've seen we we had one here where one of our homies won the bike with like no one of my homies just like gave like their friend one ticket and it was her first rally ever and he's like here like i bought these tickets here you have this one and she won the bike and it was so sick it was such a moment of like everyone's hype and so stoked for her because it was like her first rally and she just won this like you know brand new bike and she didn't even own a moped it was perfect yeah it was perfect. Uh, i remember yeah we had like a guy um he was doing hot dog party we had a guy who showed up this like young ass journalist um from 
like this new magazine in LA and was like showed up and like, ah, I heard about this. Like I wanted to do it. And, um, I ended up lending him my bike to do, like he did the full Sunday ride. No, he did the full Saturday ride, just a long ass fucking ride up in the hills, down to the beach. And, um, he did it on my bike. I rode on the back of the motorcycle to do photos. And, um, and he just fucking loved it, man. He, it blew his mind. He was enjoying the shit out of it. Like he loved the experience. And then he went to the party that night and like won something in the raffle. And it was just like, cheer. you know, everybody's happy. Like I think he won like a kick-ass bully knife or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a good, it's a good fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's um, sick. There's um there's Colin from um from New York who does photos too of rallies and he's been doing it for a while. Like I don't know if you have yeah. his information or not, but I can I can send you his stuff too. Um, I don't. Yeah, I do it. Um, I won't be jealous. Uh, immediately, and I won't. <laughs> there's just something about like photographers. I think that there's like this this gut, you know, reaction when you're just like, hey, that's my thing. It's like, oh, look at that 35 millimeter lens. Oh my God, what's he doing? I know. Yeah, I know. But then, but, but then you're also like, I mean, lots of people do this, and also people have cameras. Yeah. People take care of it, you know. I'm like, look at all mine. They're all from my cell phone. They're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but at any rate, I'm just like, I'm just editing photos of people like uh, jumping over this bonfire up at the, uh, <laughs> the racetrack now. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are your like future plans for mopeds? I know you were talking about like you know aging out and getting a motorcycle, but I feel like even if you try, it's not gonna like it's hard. It's a hard escape. Like unless you cut it off completely, and like it's been such a big part of your life, especially with the photography too. Like it might be hard for you to get get out and leave it behind, man. Oh, it is. I mean, I I don't think that I don't think I'm ever gonna get rid of that bike. I this is which is why I'm like I don't want to get it stolen. It's just I found I found the bike exactly as I wanted it. Um, I think I'm just gonna like cute it out, maybe do a powder coat, you know, fix fix the broken buttons and shit that I've like four years. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just uh, yeah. I mean, I think I'll have that bike forever. Always enjoy riding. Like I enjoyed riding before I discovered this group and like this community i really enjoyed riding in it but like it's still a thing i i enjoy doing myself i love the community i enjoy it a lot but even if the community went away tomorrow i still love getting on the bike and riding it and just yeah, yeah just enjoying it so where would you like to see um the moped scene go in the next couple of years um yeah i wonder about how this is going to be, I see, I feel like I see like younger, not so old now. Like, I feel like I see younger people coming up. Like, I feel like this, like I see people who are like in their early twenties getting into it. I, I don't think it's just going to like stay with our generation. Um, especially gas prices getting expensive. Like, you know, we graduating college with loads of debt. I think that cheap methods of transportation are going to continue to get popular. I do see a lot of like electric bikes, and bolt bikes around. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that'll take over. Um, but I, you know, those people, a lot of them have them for like Postmates, Ubering, or Uber Eats, and shit like that. Like, you know, eventually, I think those people too are going to look at each other and be like, we should, we should fucking do this on a weekend. Or maybe they won't. Who knows? Like, the gangs will evolve. 
it's just a question of like, what are the bikes going to be like? True. Um, yeah. And what are the, what are, <laughs> what are the communities and the gangs going to be like? Yeah. That's kind of why I feel too. Like I want to see, cause it's hard. It's been hard for me to get younger people in or get new people in. It kind of comes in waves here and I'm just waiting to see like that next wave. I'm like, you know, where where are they gonna be? You know, where are those young twenties that are like still in college and just need like something cheap to get around and then like, you know, they fall in love with it and start their own thing. Especially here, like Richmond's got so many different clubs and like it's because people just have their own friend group and they start their own thing and it, that's kind of the cycle here. And I'm waiting mm-hmm. to see like the next the next club or the next cycle kind of pop up. I don't know. I, I wonder about the like long like ongoing ramifications of COVID and the pandemic. Like I'm I'm looking through these photos. The thing I the thing I love about them so much is like, yeah, the picture of that girl in Portland with the all the fucking tickets hanging around her neck. She bought like one fucking ticket and won the damn thing. Yeah. Um the date the date bike from ages and ages ago. And there's just people splashing beer and she's screaming at this raucous fucking scene. Right. Um, of people being so happy, and you just you just like, oh, that's another time, you know, yeah. like cuddle puddles, people, bird feeding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that shit's gonna all, like all the hugs, like yeah, all the the underwear dancing and the hugs and the craziness and like like when when are we gonna get back to that? And like people are people gonna remember how to fucking do that? You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I've seen people as happy as they are in this picture in real life in, in a long fucking time. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know when we'll get back to it. And I don't know when if mopeds are going to be the same for a new generation because of it. That's uh, a kind of a downer thing to say. Sorry. No, it's understandable, man. It's, it's, it's a, it's a dice roll right now, dude. You know, we'll see. Time will tell, right? Yeah. Man. You know, I wonder, wonder what the next year or two has to bring up yeah gotta like find your way around and make your make your own fun still enjoy it yeah so are you are you riding pretty regularly at least by yourself um like like i said here like we're you know everything's kind of normal we don't have like a huge scene so like we're still hanging out like you still you know we still see each other like I primarily just like work a lot and, but like, you know, we'll have like small get togethers. So we have a couple of garages. So, you know, we'll get together there, still do some group rides. And I don't know. It seems like it seems kind of back to normal here, but like I said, we haven't gone to any big rallies. We haven't done anything huge, no blowouts, but you know, even like within the last year, we, we had like a small ride, you know, cool. Some people are coming to town. And like, you know, who's trying to, who's trying to go on this ride and, you know, 15, 20 people will go do a thing. Hmm. I just sent you a picture of somebody's naked butt on a dance floor. I, I, I could not tell you the context. I don't know what's happening here. This guy just pulls his butt, his underwear up into his butt and just dancing around cheeks out on a dance floor. Unsure of what's happening here, but very moped. Yeah, cheeks out, best way. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird shit happening. Um, yeah, sorry, I, I, I'm uh, like I'm in a very uninteresting <laughs> interview right now. <laughs> no, dude, it's good. 
like no i really appreciate you coming on for sure and like just talking and it's been fun like getting getting to know you and uh, learn a little bit about you and your passion for mopeds like it's cool like yeah well i mean what do you think is uh do you think that there's going to be new gangs post pandemic? Do you think people will like, how, how do we get the young people involved? I definitely think there will be new gangs. Like I still see it now. Cause I, cause like I'm doing this thing, this podcast or whatever, and like lurking Instagram and stuff all the time. And like, I, I've seen like, you know, a ton of new clubs over the last couple of years, just like, you know, like, Oh, like it, it's one or two of you and they start a club and they're like, yeah, we're trying to do our thing here. Even, even this year with like the official stuff of Muppet army, it was cool seeing like new, not necessarily new. Cause some of the, one of the clubs that applied had been around for a couple of years, but I hadn't heard of them personally. And they applied mm-hmm. this year to Muppet army. And then the two smokes Muppet club like applied this year. And it was like, they're a new club out in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's no other moped scene in their area. They are the moped scene. So it's cool seeing that like seeing some scene pop up in the middle of nowhere. And they're like, yeah, it's me and my friends and our wives and our buddies. And we're, and we're doing our own thing. And they're starting like their own community with, without like, it's one thing to be from a city or live somewhere where there's been pre-existing clubs and you know, the new clubs pop up and they might have an old head in it or they might have, you know, been able to take the examples from like what other clubs were doing, but it's a whole mm-hmm. other thing to see someone in a completely like a completely solo isolated place where they don't have any moped scene doing mopeds. They just found it on the internet and found these bikes and thought they were cool and are doing the thing. Love it. I love it. And then it's fun to see like new clubs with like doing like, you know, cool, fun, cool, cool club names. And like they're doing their own patches and like, like the NARPS is like a really fun club. And I love yeah. their name and I love their patch. It's just like a big yellow square with like a giant NARP on it that makes like the letter K or something in front of it or some shit. Like I can't remember, but it's sick. Yeah. I love it. And it's, I don't know. Mopeds are fun and they're what you make it. And I don't see it going away. It's just a matter of like how people find it. So we try to be like really visible here. Like when we are doing moped things, it's like, all right, cool. Like we're going to do this group ride. We're going to meet like we meet in this, like on, on the steps of this giant cathedral. That's like right in between like three, three dorms on the college campus. Cause like mm-hmm. our college, cause the, the main college campus here is like, it's intertwined in the city. It's like a city campus. So it's like, yep. We pull up and we park right here in front of like the park in front of this cathedral, like in between three dormitories. And we're there with like 10 mopeds, like playing music and revving bikes and like wait into our ride. And it's like, at least we're being seen and they're like, people can scratch their head and wonder what those are. And then if they feel like going to the internet, maybe they'll find one. (laughs) And that's all I can really say, man. Like, like sell bikes to people and try to like, and when you sell them bikes, like, Try to talk them into coming to hang out, and then just be seen, be a nuisance, yeah, like be rad. I mean, I want to like photograph. I really do. I want to photograph like a like a brand new, spanking new, shiny, soft pink belly gang. You know what I mean? Like if you're out there and you're willing to have have like the aged, <laughs> older, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit. Um, you're willing to have like, you know, the, like a, I mean, I'm like, I'm going to have to show up now and just 
I feel like by virtue of my age, like I'm gonna have to show up like a like a Nat Geo photographer. You know what I mean? Just so I, just, so I feel like I'm like in contact. You know, like crikey, look at him! It's a it's a yeah. raw, a raw mopeda. You know, like you like you used to have a uniform for this, right? It was like tight black jeans, boots, cigarette, shitty t shirt. You know, yeah. and that. Yeah, there you are. But now, now it's like now it occurs to you, like, oh my God, I could be like, if I showed up to like a brand new young club, it'd be like that kid's mom, uh, <laughs> you know, like rolling through. No, no, the, uni- um, the uniform is definitely an undercover, bro. It still works. All yeah, black, let me come though. All black, everything. Yeah. yeah, let me come. Let me photograph you. I promise I'll make you look cool. I will definitely be. I I've photo. I've I've shot so many people tender profile photo like let me come guys contact me slide into my dms um i will come photograph you yes that'd be sick yeah um yeah like sabat told me once like i make him look super cool on on tender (laughs) like i need that promo shot yeah yeah i mean Still, it's like one of the things I enjoy the most. I don't know. I get I get such a stupid. It just makes me smile when one of you guys uses my photo for your profile. Anything it always makes me always makes me really happy. Like, where's the watermark? Damn it! Nah, whatever. I don't <laughs> care. You, hey, have them. Take the photo. It's fine. I, I didn't. I never did any of this for money. I just wanted to photograph a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like. I always had this like fantasy that I was like taking pictures of people and they're like cool youth and that they would like have these pictures to like prove to their kids that they were cool at one point. I mean, mopeds are kind of cool, man. It's, it's just a different kind of cool. It's not, it's not a cool that everyone would find themselves into. No, no. And I definitely, I think that like you're laying, you think of that you're embarrassed of that photo for like a little while when your kids come through. And then like, as an adult, you appreciate that. Like, you know, mom and dad were awesome on these dumb bikes. Oh, I'm looking at like the next day morning pictures from that wild party, and <laughs> everybody, everyone's very real hungover. Like, are you guys? Yeah, gonna, are you guys going to make it? That is me, still hungover. That's where you can't go too hard on that Friday night party, man. Like, you know, you might miss the Saturday ride. That is, yeah, that's true, and I've done it many times. <laughs> I have a I have a list somewhere. Like I um, I I made a post like on like a moped army thread. Like when like we were like voting on for new clubs or trying to get branches out to vote or whatever. Like I'll find it. I'll send it to you. But I have a list of like maybe fifteen or twenty like newer moped clubs. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, I'd uh, I'd love to take I'd love to take some pictures. Uh, I've never I've never taken pictures in the Midwest, uh, except for a couple times in Chicago, non moped events. Uh, not been to like the Southeast. Um, yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Send, send me your club. Tell me about yourself. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, that's Bye. sick. Let's let's wrap it up, man. Thank you for coming on and hanging out and talking. I hope you had a good time as much as much fun as I did. Then, yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for enjoy it. And listen, where can people find your photos and stuff so they can, um, they can check it out? Yeah, so uh, I have a I have a 
uh, WordPress, which is uh, the free site where you can post things. Um, and it's uh, it's easy. It's radradmoped.wordpress.com or just, uh, you know, search for radradmoped um, in honor of our, uh, our bully Daniel, say rad, rad, rad. Um, I also have uh, on Instagram, you can find me at uh, Rehab for Candy. And, um, you know, please uh, give me a follow, give you a follow back, share me, share with me your, uh, your moped content. I love seeing it. And um, yeah, and share with me your gangs and what you'd like to see in a book. I really appreciate the feedback. Add her, DM her, make sure she does this book. It has to happen. (laughs) And like, you know, stay, stay cool. Stay cool. Keep it all black, you know, black book. Black writing on the outside. I don't want blacked out. Oh, I know. I know. The color, I hate the color photos. Like <laughs> all, all of this should just be in black and white and grainy as fuck and dirty and not framed well. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I like it. I need more like moped content for my coffee table. You know, like when people come over and they sit down, like I'm going to be like, Oh, what's this book? Oh, well that's like the history of Richmond. And that one is mopeds. Be careful. <laughs> there, may, there may or may not be nudity. <laughs> Oh god, that mopeds to South America thing, man! Like you, like, they should they should really do like the fat, beautiful. You know, it's time for the hardcover on that one. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like the the photos inside of it are sick. It's like, dude, like the thing's cool. Like, I'm glad I have yeah. it. Yeah, and I mean, this is this is how long I've, this is how long I've been around mopeds. Um, like I remember those dudes before they went on that trip. Like I remember Ori talking about these guys going and like that she she wished she could ask to go but she knew it was just going to be the two guys um yeah i i, I it was legendary in its planning and then like, you know when it actually happened i was pretty shocked it was. yeah mm. sick well thank you again for hanging out dude we did like almost um, two hours too it was crazy Oh, sorry about that. No, 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 don't be sorry yeah. at all. It's fun. Like that's what it, I love the fact that it's like a long form like podcast. We just kind of like talk and we have a good time. And sometimes it goes long, sometimes it's short, and like it doesn't really matter. But oh, um, you're not. Are you? You're gonna, are you going to cut out any of my ums and ums and no, <laughs> no, just the way it is, the way it's meant to be. People are going to love it. Beautiful. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to edit yeah. up. It'll be it'll be out tomorrow. So I'll I'll tag you and push you and so you you know got it. Um, beautiful um do you want me to share any uh do you like me to share any um pictures with you do you need anything for the i don't know how how you post your phone um yeah i was probably just going to use the one from your um that you showed me with you and your bike from the uh the washington post picture oh cool but if you have anything else you want me to post just just text it to me and i'll add them to like a story or something um yeah great and then uh, if you don't mind um could you you mind mentioning uh I, I don't know if you do links or external links or whatever, but like the WordPress, the Instagram, and then also just um, I have like a main photography site. So yeah. Love it if you could. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just my name. Text it to me, and I'll and I'll I'll put oh. it all in the post for sure. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. I really appreciate that. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. Not a problem. It's fun. I love it. Yeah. What was the other? Uh, what was the other moped podcast? Um, there's Second Chance, a moped podcast that uh, Jim Henry does. He's like a, a newer guy from the Midwest. Who's uh he's been around for a couple of years now, but like he's been doing we had him on an episode with us maybe a year ago. And then uh-huh. and then that kind of like gave him the urge to do his own. And he started it with uh Ashley Axley, who was like the first person to a moped podcast. 
and mm-hmm. kind of like got her to like do it with him and then she left and he's been still continuing to do it week after week since then so that's okay. cool okay yeah that's yeah all right yeah i was uh, i was on that one once and i couldn't remember if there was uh, another another one as well there should be more cool someone else <laughs> someone else someone else do it too let's go <laughs> <laughs> awesome dude well thank you so much it's great to talk to you of course uh have a fun man i'll hopefully i'll see you around if you ever make it to the east coast or to midwest or we end up at some random rally together we can uh, cross paths and like be like, hey, we met once on the phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we won't remember each other. Thank yeah, you, we'll thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely hit you up. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. Have a good one. Talk to you. Bye. Bye. Cool. That's it, man. Uh, Carrie, dude, thank you for having her on. I'm pumped that she was here. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast. If you, I don't know, if you have a topic that we should get into or a guest that we should have on the show, or you yourself want to be a guest, you can email me at mopedmoneypodcasts at gmail.com. And if you want, you can support the podcast by sharing it on social media, like on Instagram or Facebook, or, you know, give us a like. Uh, You can also leave us a voicemail if you want. I don't want to think what the phone number is. I always forget, you know, it's something crazy. Uh, 804-638-9533. Yeah, that's it. 804-638-9533. If you want to leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show. So you can, you know, ask us questions live or just like send a shout out or some love to your homies or to me or whatever. And if you want to purchase something from our store, we have t-shirts and banners and all this other stuff for sale at mopedmonday.com. All right, that's it. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> Your car. <laughs> I don't know, like touch your flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel pretty locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh boy. Wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it. <laughs>